Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Shiggity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, yes. my fine metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast, number 40-something, 43 or somewhere Who's along counting? those lines. I don't know, man. I need to start counting. I'm, I'm Chickity Chuck. And I'm Godless. And this is your weekly As dose of uh, all things metal. We like to talk about uh, everything concerning metal. We are back in the studio this week, which is it's been a while. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's very. it was a lovely setting in the last, uh, <laughs> for the last uh, <laughs> podcast. But as an audio engineer, it sucked. So, (laughs) damn it. Why do I have to edit more? It's just so much easier when we're here in the, in the fine, fine North Austin studios well, here I, in Texas. I think that most everybody who listened to the last epi- episode would agree with me that it sounded really good. You did a good job. Okay, thank you. All yeah. right, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. I feel better about myself now. Uh, uh, but you got yes. your work cut out for you today. Uh, yeah, so yeah. last night we uh, we experienced the Carcass, the Decibel Magazine Tour last Gotta night. Gotta go. You oh, gotta go, people. Dude. Get your tickets in advance oh my god that was so good dude uh-huh. it was such a good show it was so good see, I'm, uh, the only thing the only gripe that i have about the whole thing was gorgots needed to play for longer yeah they, they played they, 25 minutes I yeah think it, was. it was not a long enough set i wanted to see luke lemay like especially the last song I, I can't remember the title of the last song he did but what he was doing on the guitar where he was doing the <laughs> like doing the tap thing and stra- oh my god what, what the hell was that it's like that was so amazing to watch it was like uh, I just wanted to see another like 30, 40 minutes of it. I was like, yeah. okay, I could keep going on this, man, forever. And yeah, and they were such nice dudes. But we had a chance uh, to talk to uh, the Black Dahlia Murder and uh, talk to Trevor from the Black Dahlia Murder. And that was fun. Yeah, that his, was a lot of fun. His mom wishes he was in neurosis. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. <laughs> it's a good story. You got to check out this interview. It's a good yeah. one. That was actually pretty good, man. It was like, uh, so yeah, we got a chance to talk with him because, you know, we've already talked to Bill Steer. We've already talked to uh, Luke LeMay on this podcast. So yeah. we're like, oh, damn it. But uh, but yeah, it was a good night of metal last night, and Carcass just kicked ass once again. I did run into him at a bar down the street after the show too. I ran into Who, Jeff? Jeff Walker yeah. at, uh, at at a bar down the street, and as soon as people started coming in that recognized him, he split. He's yeah. gone. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to hang out with metal dudes anymore. <laughs> I can totally understand why. Yeah, it's all good, man. <laughs> but let's see. This week uh, was the the huge news that happened this week was probably uh, the arch enemy thing, man. And everybody was like talking about it last night, you know, because. Oh man, did you didn't see this coming? Blah blah blah. Any any of that stuff, and uh, and we were talking about it because we are very, very impressed with the way that this was handled and how that goes. Because we've harped on the way bands talk about their their shit, whether it's right. whether it's you know kicking a man, band member out, whether it's uh, you know deciding to quit the band off, whether they're going to retire. How do you handle your controversy? How do you handle changes within the band and how that actually happens? And most bands fuck it up. Most yeah. bands can't seem to get it right. Most bands wind up bitching at each other on Facebook, or you know, it goes it goes down the tubes. Or you, you, you know, it's somebody's posted something on some blog and doesn't come from the band, and then the band's got to respond. You know, all that sort of thing. So if you've been living under a rock, Angela, Angela, right? Yeah, Angela uh, Gossa from 
Arch enemy. Arch enemy. She's out. She quit. Yeah, she's basically decided to move on. Right. She didn't quit. She's not out. She decided to move on, according to her, which is- uh, dude, <laughs> She quit. But that's the beauty of, of uh-huh. the statements that we've seen, is that she decided to move on. Yep. And now she's already been replaced by Aly- Alyssa White Glues, right. who is of the band Agonist from Canada. And uh, I think she was a Canadian Idol originally back in the day, but uh, but she is now uh, the lead singer for Arch Enemy. And to add to it, Vicky Sorakis, Sir- Sir- whatever, she's the new singer for Agonist. Agonist, right? Now, the beautiful thing about it is, is that it, oh, there's so much beauty. It was se- well, I mean, you know, obviously, but 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 it was seamless. That's what was so interesting about the whole thing was that the seamless nature of the way that everything proceeded like i had i had a press release in my inbox on my mail uh, email uh-huh. and it seemed like five minutes later the new video was up with her in it uh-huh. i was like what the how recorded, is that recorded recorded the video done edited everything i mean uh, what the hell no imagine this right so angela's got to go tell the guys in the band Right, yeah. I'm out. They've got to like find somebody to replace her. Right, and then they've got to convince the other band to keep their mouth shut that they've lost their vocalist. Exactly. Then they got to go record an entire album with engineers and producers and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they got to go shoot a video with a director and a cameraman and all that stuff and edit it and everything. And then they got to do all that with people not saying anything. That's impressive. It's I mean, super impressive. Unbelievably impressive. Because you know the one thing you don't want to do is to have like <clears throat> something like that leaked on you. Because if you have it right. leaked, then suddenly you've got to address it, and you're not prepared and all that. Nah, 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 there nah, must nah. be some sort of unfair advantage because I mean, if a guy comes to me and says, "Hey, man, don't say anything, will you?" I'm gonna go, "Yeah, I won't say anything," but I'm gonna tell somebody. Yeah, maybe. You know, yeah, but yeah, but sooner or later, she bats her eyes. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, th- I think you see Mike Amit and you're like, oh shit, that dude's serious. Yeah, the ghost. He's coming for you, man. <laughs> it's like I don't know. He's gonna haunt my dreams, man. This is gonna be scary. So I I don't know. I don't know what it is, or if it's a label thing. You and know? you know what was interesting is something that Jeff Walker said on stage last night. He was you know he was making his like disparaging jokes yeah, about everybody. He and he, yeah, and he said you know our ex ex guitarist used to uh, claim that we were unprofessional. Is what he said. <laughs> And it's like, well, you know what? Arch Enemy did this as professionally as they, like I said, they, I, they've they only, ma- they, as far as I can make it out, they've only made one mistake throughout this whole thing. Yeah, what was that? And they, that they should have made the announcement here on the Metal Sucks podcast. Not true. Okay. Other than that, they did it perfectly, <laughs> flawlessly, and, and it was super, super impressive. But I mean, that's one of the, you, they didn't leak it in an interview. They didn't leak it. It did, it just didn't get out. It yeah. was something that did, that didn't get out. And that's just crazy that that's even possible nowadays. I mean, somebody had to tweet it and who knows, it might've been trickling out here, there, there might've been some things moving, but to be this far along to literally have the video out the next day or the, you know, and have it all recorded and ready to go and, and out of the box and then. Angela's got her statement going the next day as well. Like yep. it's and it's a unified message and everybody's on point. Like that shit is impressive. Yeah, I mean, I, no I, disagreements I, whatsoever. No, it's like boom, 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 and it all seems amicable. So it's yep. all like, I mean, that's that's awesome. And and there was no opportunity for anybody to second guess it, to wonder about it, to to any of that. Yeah. There was no space, exactly. no time. It exactly. was like you know what. 
we made our decision and it's the right decision we're going to prove it because here it is yeah and that's and that's truly that just doesn't happen nowadays yeah. I mean, you just do not see that especially in metal it's it's fuck you no fuck you no fuck you yeah you know and it's and and it blows up and goes crazy so you just don't see it anymore and and that was that was honestly one of the most professional things that i'd, I'd seen in heavy metal in years right. so yeah totally awesome I and mean, when you when you got slayer and dave lombardo and all that business that's going on you know and lombardo talking shit about this and yeah. that and all this you know that's the top tier the top top tier and i and arch enemy is like right below that i would say if right below if, that i would say a lot below that no well, i don't know i mean i think arch enemy you're talking about come on you're talking about michael amit and you're talking about some some yeah. impressive players some people that have been around oh, Angela Gosso is somebody who everybody knows well that was the other so. they got the guitarist from arsis and and he's in there and nothing no news no don't no, no it was just yeah. perfect good job bravo yeah bravo, bravo. And, and they were smart too there's no there's no statement from the guitarist because nobody cares it's the vocals that, well that, you know right yeah well we you know that's a, that's where that's where it goes right <laughs> it was funny on my twitter feed somehow i got a hold of uh, uh somebody posted uh, this uh article on metal underground that was from uh, like almost two months ago uh talking about when um it was specifically when a female member of a band either quits or is fired do they have to be replaced with another female and so it was like, oh yeah, pretty much. Right? It's kind of like in the context of this, it was kind of interesting because you're thinking like, did it even occur to either Agonist or Archenemy that hey, maybe we ought to go with Archenemy back to a dude, right? It just didn't seem to. Well, there, who knows? I mean, maybe it did, but we don't. We have no. There's no room for us to wonder about that because this was handled so well. Well, it's already done, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I mean, I don't know. I think. Well, as far as the regarding. You know, if you're going to replace a woman with a woman kind of thing. I mean, I think I think that's you're kind of used to a certain thing and people are used mm-hmm. to seeing a certain thing on stage. So I guess you kind of get I, I could see where you want to you want to kind of maintain the same oh, status t- quo. Right? You know, if you had a, you know, a, a, a guy with a peg leg and uh, dressed in a pirate suit playing keyboards all the time, you know, when he quits, you find another peg leg with a pirate <laughs> suit. You know what I mean? Well, those are kind of hard to come by. Exactly. You know. Really? Well, so also so so female, female death metal vocalist, right? <laughs> it's not that different. It's, like, uh, it's about a pirate in a I, peg leg. I was saying earlier that, I mean, I think all three of the, <laughs> the you know, really quite talented female growlers and in, in death Are metal in this group we're, right we're, here we're used yeah. up this week yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> i was like man there's got to be somebody else but i just could not think of it and, yeah. and i mean i think about uh uh, oh, uh, I can't remember. Wrestle a Bear once? Yes. Uh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, and then Land My Marathon and a couple other ones that, yeah. that have got, got really good female vocalists. But, you know, some of them, a lot of them sing. And a lot of, it's not quite the same thing. Like Gossow had a particular sound yeah. to her and had a particular death metal growl. And I think they did, did a good job with uh, with uh, Alyssa you know, getting her in there because she's a little more tender is a sounding according to this. You know, if you hear the single, it's, it's a lot, it's brighter. It's a different, it's a different inflection. So it's going to sound different no matter what, but you it's know. just amazing to me that there's been chatter about this arch enemy album for like two months, you know, like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And, and there was no mention nothing about a new singer, nothing, nothing. but you, the, you who knows? They could have jammed out the vocals right at the end. You know, that, that, that's something that you, that's the last layer that you put on there half the time. Totally. So, you know, I See, don't know. my theory, my theory is that Angela is preggers ah. and that that's why she's quitting 
because you know she's at that age where this is the last sort of you know chance well, to she's do 39. that. Thirty nine. Yeah, well, you know, if she wants to, you know. My old lady's there earlier, and she's only got, like, two eggs left. So I don't know if that's possible. Is it, is oh, it, totally is it, no, possible. Oh, I guess nowadays you can go to, like, your 60 or something. And I think part of the reason that this was so seamless is that the father is somebody in the band. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good rumor. This is, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do some Photoshop action there? No, you, no, no. I no. think what you need is a weekly world news kind of cover, you know. I, uh, but, her with, like, an alien baby or something. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing is, is that who would know? Because, like, it, it, with the way this was handled, we're not going to know nothing until the baby's up on Facebook. You totally know what I mean? Like, boom. There it, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And oh, and there's the dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? Oh, that's amazing. And everybody ha- doesn't have a chance to wonder, speculate, or nothing except for me. Because I'm know. thinking, why else would she quit? A different stage of life. There's no different stage of life. You're a metal. Dude, you're a dude. Dudes don't have different stages of life. Well, I, well dude, that's what I'm saying. The next stage of life for a female we, we, is Women, d- women is are so much more evolved than we are. They, 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 when they decide to move on, they decide to move on. And and I think that's actually a good thing for it. You know, dudes are just like, I want to get laid and smoke some weed. Yeah, but she's been doing this for 13 years. Do you think like, you know, when she like, what, what is she going to do? She's going to temp? I mean, there, there's, there's no, no, there's no real. Who? Know, well, no, I think she's still working in the industry. Like she's managing bands and doing promo and that kind of stuff. You well, know? it's not like you're that busy when you're in a band. You sit in the bus all day. Yeah, but that's the man. Yeah. You got internet through your laptop. She's also the face. And there's no. And there's. She's the face. She's the one that we want to talk to. You know, right. she's the one that people want to interview. She's the one that she's all that. Yes. I mean, like in. But there's in, no money in music, so it's not like she's like gonna have this. Like, there's no money in making music there's money in music somebody's making money or else well, music wouldn't be around six, so six people are making money <laughs> right and she wants to be one of the I, six well good luck with that well you know you i think know. that somebody th- th- this is all about taking 20 percent for all the bookings etc and you know spitting that little metal baby out and you know keeping i don't care i think that it, happened no matter what we're gonna be like oh great job because she's gonna they're gonna tear it up because they know exactly what the fuck they're doing yeah and that's that's more than anything, that's what I'm impressed with is that they have done like a te- uh, an amazing job. Preggers so. or not preggers, fantastic. <laughs> you and your fantastic. You and your speculation. It, it's, you it's be- I'm telling you, this is. Watch the clock, dude. Uh, all right, it, it'll be six months from now. All right, Noster dumbass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll let you predict that one and see what happens, dude. I don't want to be any part of that. <laughs> and if it isn't six months from now, then it just means that kid's under wraps until he's 18, and then he's like the new guitarist of H- Arch Enemy. That's right, check this out dude <laughs> all right <laughs> like, oh, he's gonna fill in for every other death metal band that ever comes out of there it's like oh great or even better if it's a girl <sighs> and then you got the fourth metal vocalist death, that does new, great growls new death metal vocalist all right that's awesome dude well, we only have to wait 18 years yeah right we'll see what well 16 give or take yeah, somewhere around there dude all right, we got to get into our interview with uh, dude. I, you know, the one thing I didn't do is I did not ask him how to pronounce his last name. I've never been able to pronounce oh, his last name for years. I've and I've looked at it because S T R N A D is the way that it's spelled. Yeah, and I'm like, he, how the he, fuck do you say he that needs name? Some vowels there. Uh, he's missing a couple. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the man is a, is a one badass vocalist and did a great job last night on stage here in Austin, Texas, and uh, was kind enough to sit down with us, Trevor Strand. Strand, Strand, Stern, damn it! <laughs> From uh, the Black Dahlia Murder on the Metal Sucks podcast. Thanks for 
taking the time to be with us. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Chuck, Godless, Metal Sucks Podcast. All right. Trevor, Black Dahlia Murder. Hell yeah. Here Austin, we are. Austin, Texas. Another beautiful day. You missed South by Southwest this year by like four days or something. I, I seem to always miss it. I haven't been to it. Have you never been to never been to South by Southwest? Never been to South by Southwest. Never been to Maryland Death Fest either. We're always so busy, man. We're always on tour. Never seems to be part of it either. You guys are know. road dogs, man. Like always touring. I missed everything. <laughs> One did. day you'll wake up and wish, if only um, I could have played for free. <laughs> it's been a, a couple times where my life flashed before my eyes, and I saw the gas station a lot. <laughs> you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> the beef jerky aisle is the best thing in the world. And then you get to a Bucky's and it's like a golden palace. Yeah, we've just been talking about Bucky's and we haven't seen one yet, but it's just the stuff of legend to oh, us. Oh, and how. Wait till you get in there. The trail mix, you, you will, there's nothing like it in the world. So how long has this uh, the tour been, been going now? Have you guys been this out is, for a couple uh, weeks? This is the fourth show. Oh, very yeah, great. New. right at the yep. start. Just at the start, we had a couple shows beforehand. Uh, we met up with Noisem first, and then Gore Guts, and yeah, it's been awesome, man. I assume like not much of a Carcass fan, so that's oh it. no, man. I got this tattoo, but it was against my will. Really, you got a Carcass tattoo? <laughs> yeah, I do right Let's here, see. man. Tools of the trade. Oh, oh nice. That's kick ass. Yeah, it was my first tattoo. I got it when I was like. 19, 20, something like that. So what name did Jeff call you when you showed him that? Did he, uh, he must have insulted you. He rated the hell out of me <laughs> on a few occasions. There was a time where uh, they, some magazine set me, him up to interview me, and he like asked me if I had an At The Gates tattoo on my butt, because that's like <laughs> the other obvious band that we rip off. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's just like that, dude. So, and that's exactly what I expected, man. If you read his lyrics and pay attention, you know, yeah. he's got that definitely dry English kind of black humor thing going on. It's, he's a funny man for sure. So is it surreal getting to open up a show for him? Oh man, yeah. Uh, we got we had the chance to do it. Uh, I think the second time they came around the states when they first reformed. Oh, when they first you know, did the I reunion. I think it was like 2010. Yeah. We played two of those shows, and I was just tripping out, man. Just standing in the crowd watching it. I definitely caught myself moshing the first day of this. I got in the pit, right. going around the circle pit and wrecking some kids, and just you know just happened i don't know <laughs> and that's not my style really i'm not much of a dancer you know so i was possessed a man possessed well that's what's messed up is that when you get that it's like something in your in your dna pulls you back out there in the middle of that right you're just like okay yeah. i'm gonna kill something with now no regard to anything that it was the first show with a you know four weeks to go <laughs> like, <laughs> go in there and well, nothing, you know, nothing happened. I came out pretty much unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> so what band do you have tattooed on your butt? Uh, no, nah, nothing yet, man, but I got a lot of real estate to work with. <laughs> <laughs> so is Carcass the only band tattoo you got? Uh, no, I have uh, Black Flag Bars here. Uh-huh. Got a um, Misfits, uh, uh, yep, right there. Misfits Crimson Ghost. Yeah, inside the uh, shape of Michigan there. So Glenn Danzig hasn't pissed you off yet? Not personally, no. <laughs> When he got punched in the face, that was a bummer, dude. The the punch seen around the world. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm down with Danzig sounds, the sounds he can provide. I met him like super briefly once, and he commented on my shorts. I was like, you know, I'm alive. That's just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> That's just a wonderful thing. That's great. Well, uh, I was just rereading recently your post from what was it, July, August. On your Facebook page, when you guys were first putting out the album, and you were like, was "Look, la- I think it was last year." Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you were like, "Look, guys, buy the album." 
all right, so now this many months later, what what sort of like, you know, did, did, A, did people buy the album? <laughs> and did that have the intended effect that you wanted when you when you put that up? Um, I, no, yes and no. You know, there were people that I think took it the right way, and there were people, like it started as just a conversation between me and a kid on our Facebook. And then so many people were like positively reacting to it that I put it up, you know, and then just... So, it, was like, phew, T-bone the ground. People were freaking out. The downloading thing we're talking about here, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, you well, know, it's off. just... People were, you know, they, people. You, you got a little Lars Ulrich on people. That's all. I don't want to get Lars Ulrich <laughs> at all. <laughs> Maybe a little bit every once in a while. Not at all. That's not the way I want to be remembered and not... You know what I mean? Just That's not what I meant for, man. I did, It just spun so quickly out of control, and uh, it was on every... Uh, metal-related news outlet for a while there. And um, really, it was just some wording that came out wrong, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. F- for the most part, you know. And um, But the record sold pretty good, you know. Um, it's the best-selling thing we've done. Congratulations. Know, so I don't know if, they, if it affected anybody, if anybody dropped out of the race because I was such a jackass, or, you know, if we got more people, or... But see, I don't think it was that much of a jacket yeah, statement. I, so I mean, either. I thought you were well, just kind of speaking of, your mind. A lot of yeah. the, uh, I mean, was the it news guys, folks that were giving you shit. About no, it, no, was it was it? mostly the kids, man. They yeah, just yeah. like went zero to sixty, dude, and just were freaking out. And yeah. I pulled it down, and they just kept going. And it was, uh, I don't know, man. It was definitely it was one of those. We supported your band since whatever. Right, what are you it was talking a polarizing, shit about us, man? Blah, 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 polarizing blah, blah, thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because in a way, I, you know, the way the wording came out, I was like, you know, download it, man, or you know, don't download it, buy it. Because, you know, it, it, the way it came out sounded like I was saying that, you know, you're coming to the show and you buying our merch and stuff doesn't mean anything. When I meant it doesn't mean anything by that scale of measure yeah. that, you know, in the industry, you know, the, 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 uh, the dick measuring thing, you know. Well, in context, you need those numbers for a record company to go. They've sold this. Here's your, right. That your, was kind of what yeah, I was here's your to yard say. Stick. It was like, that's still the yardstick, yeah. even though it's not really a modern, you know, like, uh, way to measure things man yeah. you know what i mean because so much activity happens especially in the underground by downloading and you know what i mean like that's the, a lot of the word of mouth you know and the is, true tell is people coming to your shows right yeah absolutely you know? man you know and uh you know i didn't want to lose those fans or you know piss any of those fans off it was just kind of a just bad word choice and you know the rest of the guys get in your case about it um no but i mean it was a universal bomb out i think you know <laughs> what i mean because it was like it was like the Death Star blew up, man. So many people were yelling at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so weird when you have to try to explain explain the industry to people that may not be familiar with how some of the stuff works. Yeah, it, there's a lot of... And there's a lot of just not knowing the whole back end that goes around uh, that goes around with it and what it, and what that means to a band or it can mean you know up or down, it, life or death for a man. You know if you if you record only sells two thousand on opening day, uh, well you may not have a contract next on the next one. You know right. I mean what I was ultimately trying to say was if you just step outside the box and just buy the record, even if you're not that kind of fan, you know we will see a difference. You know what I mean? If we yeah. can just encourage a few more people to do that. You know, I wish I would have kept that tone. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the answer now? Because we just... Well, I don't well, know what the answer is. I don't know where things are going. I, you know, the next time we do a record, I'll, I'll be begging again. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny because like uh, uh, tonight here in Austin, 
protest the heroes down the street, right? Right. On. And they had this like amazingly successful right, crowdfunding uh, campaign. campaign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's that's one thing. But you know, we've had such a strong relationship with Metal Blade, and they've done so much for us. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't have any bad blood with. That's three for three bands loving Metal Blade. That's true. I mean, we we resigned with them, and like they. Um, you know, just saw the potential in the band from the get-go, and, re- and Slagle just really, really took a liking to us, and, you know, um, just saw how serious we were about getting out there and touring, and, you know, that, you know, we were going to be a serious band, and we've gone full speed ever since, pretty much, so it's been a good relationship, you know. I think that what I find sort of interesting about the sort of crowdfunding model is the idea that, you know, you got the sort of casual fans who will plop a few bucks down, and then you got the sort of, like, you know, really passionate fans, they'll do like the, you know, uh, 100 bucks for an autograph CD. Yeah, exactly. And this, and yeah, 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 exactly. Phone message. And, and then you got the, the uber, uber fan who's loaded who will have you come play in his dining room and harass his mother, you know, yeah. for 10K or whatever. So, yeah, some guys are selling like backing vocal opportunities. Yeah, yeah, right. like, come yeah. Do the, do the, uh, Write a song about vocals. you. Yeah. But yeah, I put I, you in the CD book. But I wonder if that's like sort of like the model where like you figure out a way to cater to. The casual fan, the passionate fan, and the passionate fan with too much money, you know, and that right. is some way to kind of uh-huh. help float it. But how is you know what's going to happen to the record labels, man? You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, yeah, but you're I in mean, a band. I well, know, we'll so interview I, the record label, find out what the record yeah, label is. Yeah, but like, I just have no idea. I don't think they do either at this point. You know, it's kind of yeah. like just um, adjusting to what happens as we go. Yeah. I think they're probably doing the same. Well, they create the products that. Are great. I mean, you're you just make the music, right? That's what you want to focus on. That's what you're in, you want yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Let them figure out a way to cater right. to the mi- yeah, yeah, yeah. the different fans, you know. Uh-huh. But it's getting. It seems like more and more. You're in the middle of it. You're on the on the ground. You know, talking to the fans and out there selling merch at shows and tickets to shows. You got to be engaged on that level too, because that's what fans expect these days, right? Um, we've just always been that kind of band. I think kind yeah. of like outgoing. You know, to talk to the fans and just. Uh, since day one, really, you know what I mean. And um, is that you, or is that somebody else in the band who's like? Because usually, there's no, not never one more than one guy. What out and out and around? Yeah, out and around, and, oh, and thinking, are, thinking Just, about it. You know, um, going going to do PR, man. <laughs> That's what we call it. You have a couple shots and go do some PR. Talk to the people, <laughs> shake the hands, and kiss the babies. You know. Yeah. And uh, it's thrilling for us because they just love it so damn much and it seems to mean so much to them you know what i mean yeah and i think it just takes that show to the next level and like puts a permanent scar in their mind they can't forget you know that time you know what i mean so yeah that's part of it you know you feel like you've always been that way like always been boots on the ground kind of thing with the you know since the beginning yeah pretty much man just you you know we just tried to keep our our heads here on earth and you know just uh, be thankful for everything that's going on around us and we've had such great luck and made so many you know just made the right decisions i think and um these times you know it's it's harder to tour than ever i think you know because of these uh decline in sales and decline in um people coming coming to the shows you know overall and every kind of facet of music it seems like and uh so yeah man just play it by ear and um yeah, man, just be cool to people. Because... Does it make you want to work harder, or does it make you want to work less? Because it can be discouraging, I could see, but also at the same time encouraging in the fact that you want to bust your ass even more. And Well, I mean, it's just been a constant just getting, you know, things have just been getting better and better on a slow kind of, you know. So 
it just never seems to quench my thirst for more. You know what I mean? Like now that we've done this, it's just like, what's next, man? How can we, where can we go next with this? And, you know, we've done some things that, um, some people might question, you know, like playing Warp Tour and taking this band to different avenues that people wouldn't expect, maybe per se, per se. But we did it as the Black Dahlia Murder. We played our music and didn't compromise, you know. And if anything, the new record is probably the most extreme thing we've done, you know. So just, I guess, using our crossover appeal, you know, we realize that we have all different kinds of fans from all different walks, from punk dudes to metal dudes to... Everything in between, we've been called every genre in the book, you know. First it was metalcore, then it was deathcore, and it's like everything, you know what I mean? I don't care either way, man. If they like it and they want to come out and they're into it, then I don't care what they think it is, man. Why do you think Black Dahlia Murder is able to do that versus some other bands that have never been able to kind of cross that genre? Because it's weird. I mean, I know exactly what you're saying. You guys got fans of... of Warp Tour are, are your fans too, and fans of black metal are your fans too. So it seems like you've been able to bridge a gap that not a lot of people have. I think that it, you know, it's just the way we look and the way we carry ourselves. I think, and then yeah, just by being, um, I don't know, approachable and down to earth. I guess you know, and um, just not really fitting within the uh, the confines of how a death metal band should look. I think is a big thing to people. Like there's some people that have just straight up disavowed us. Never heard a, heard a note of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when sometimes we win those people over too, you know? And um, that's been a constant battle, you know, throughout all six of these albums is trying to get it into the long-haired, elitist death metal dude's ears sometimes can be a task, yeah. you know? But Everybody's supposed to look like Corpse Grinder, man. That's right, it. you know what I mean? And you're not supposed and... to have fun, you're not supposed to laugh, you're not supposed to go and play a show like Warp Tour, you know, that's against the rules. And, um, but see, that all seemed to change, like, what, I guess, <clears throat> about 05, 06, so, like, right in that range, like, when you saw some of the, uh, what I guess now are deathcore bands, uh, seemed to change the face of that and got a little, not happier, but a little little more stage presence than, than straight-up, straight death metal. Right. For us, it was more like we grew up alongside playing mostly hardcore shows in, in Michigan, man, because there was just death metal, there wasn't a scene there at the time. And, uh, you know, it's a little more backwoods there, kind of like, you know, and uh, so we were playing with all these hardcore bands and we liked hardcore. I've always, I made no bones about liking hardcore this entire time, you know what I mean? And that's another thing that can put us in that, that can't touch, you know what I mean, to some people. Some people yeah. are so uptight, man. This whole death metal thing is like high school sometimes, you know. And like, I thought that this was the ultimate escape from all that kind of Whatever, it's all just the same bullshit. What shirt are you wearing right now? Oh, sorry, you gotta. That's Got not, rot. Not not acceptable. That has to. We have to. Oh come on, they're they're judge you by your t-shirt. But they're snorkeling and diarrhea. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get more done. No, it's the it's that clickish thing that still that still seems to happen. But it's also I think to kind of back to the Facebook post and internet thing. It's easy to hate on people. Oh, you can find them to hate on them. You can know, find anything right? you want, whether it's rules or sucks now, you know, it's, it's all there and it's all being shoved down your throat on the internet. You know, so how, did, how did you guys escape Detroit? Cause yeah, the death metal scene was uh, nothing. Just, it wasn't by being seen. I'll tell you that, man, we used to just play to nobody. We used to leave our equipment at this place, Mr. Muggs 
in Ypsilanti. We'd play there Friday and come back Saturday and play another whack-ass show, you know. <laughs> but we had, you know, aspirations. We just didn't know how we were going to get out there. We wanted, we needed a vehicle, A. That was the big the big um, thing hanging over us in the early, early days. It was like, man, we need to, something to carry us all around and all of our equipment, man, so we can go to the next state even and... You Toledo. Know. Yeah, Toledo, man. It's <laughs> just a dream now. You know, like, <laughs> but, um, man, where was I going with this? What's the question? I have this rambling thing. No, no, you, you were, you, 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 the, the whole goal was getting a, a van. Yeah, yeah, and then with Metal Blade, we, we got signed on a, a, a demo, and then we sent a three-song, um, well, it was an EP that we put out first, then we sent the demo of three songs that would be on Unhallowed because we had just gotten our first like lead player, you know, and we wanted to show that we had leads and uh, what we were up to since the EP. So we sent that. We sent like a bio that was, you know, de- definitely masturbatory, you know, as they are. They always you know, are. Where you write in, your, write in the third person about your band, like, and all the cool stuff you didn't do yet, you know, but you tried. <laughs> we played with this band. We played with that band. Here's a review snippet from, you know. If you like this, you're going to love this. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And we just we sent out like thirty of those packets, man. And uh, 28, 28 rejection letters later, Metal Blade got a hold of us, and uh, we thought it was a joke because it just kind of came so long after everything else, you know. And we were, it took two phone calls to really realize it was them, you know what I mean? And uh, just after that, just everything came true that we wanted to do. Yeah. See, that's got to be a freak out because it's like you send out thirty, you're like. All right, we'll send it to Metal Blade too because what the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, we we sent it from everything like from just small indie metal labels to you know Willow Tip, who now has become you know a big kind of force in death metal, and uh, they actually bit. They were the other label that bit, and we were talking to them first. But when Metal Blade came knocking, there was just no, no question, you know, that no no disrespect to Willow Tip, who I pretty much buy everything from, you know, without question. But um. You know, Metal Blade was just—they're just Metal Blade. You know what I mean? Like uh, at that time, they were signing a bunch of new bands and kind of reinvented themselves. You know, they got uh, Azalea Dying, Unearth, Us. Um, so it was like a big resurgence for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they needed us then, and we needed them, and it was perfect. You know, so that's awesome. So how has—I mean, obviously, even since then. The industry has changed so much because we were talking about like a, you know, Machine Head and and Rob Flynn put out a kind of a manifesto this week mm-hmm. about how terrible the industry is and all that stuff. Just what has changed since you guys got signed versus now? What? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, it's become more internet centric, I think. Yeah. Since then, but the internet was a vehicle that got us out there mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, then it was mp3.com. I was going to say mp3.com, yeah. MySpace. Yeah, we were like, and... you know, on the charts and mp3.com. We had one, you know, one song at one for a while and that was in that uh, that bio I was talking about along with whatever else we could, you know, dig up. But, um, you know, I think the internet's just been, been an awesome thing for this band, you know what I mean? As much as I, you know, encourage people to buy albums and, and support us and other bands, you know what I mean, um, by buying the physical copies, you know, like, I think that the internet is so hugely important to, to death metal and the underground and where where there's no radio for it, you know what I mean, for the most part. So, it you know, file trading is the word of mouth in a way, you know what I mean? It's the old tape trade. Kind of, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And I, I do it too, dude, and I, I download the shit out of shit, but I also have 20 million CDs I'm being buried under CDs in my house. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
I use the tool that's there. It's a brilliant tool to find out new music. It's amazing. But I also do my end of the, you know. Yeah, you finish. You take it to the to the finish instead of stopping. Right. Stopping you know, short. Once I learn about something, I want it. I want. I want to have it. The I want artwork. the shirt. I want the, if art, the artwork. I want the artwork. Dude, like yeah. if you took the time and you like you have that artwork that's synced up with your your music and it's just you know, to me that's part of the package still. You know, it's always been for me. You know, and lyrics. You know, uh, just like being the singer and, and uh, trying to put so much in lyrics and realizing that. So many people are never going to look at him once now. You know what I mean? That that the chance of that is they greatly declined. Well, because they don't have an insert. They don't have anywhere right, exactly. to read it anymore. You know, they don't even they... know that that generation yeah. of of having that or wanting it is just like vestigial yeah. extra crap. <laughs> so how important is that? Because you guys as a band have some of the best imagery that you that that's out there. I mean, as far as T-shirt design and artwork and uh, like some of the some of the stuff you guys have is just impressive i mean uh, to where i've gone and bought t-shirts online because i'm like holy shit i've never seen this. well that's cool man that's definitely been the goal you know what i mean and uh but how important is that to you like personally i mean is that something that feels like old school so kind of yeah, keep it I alive love, i love that about death metal i mean i collect t-shirts i love death metal artwork you know and I, it still excites me man so that we have the means now to get these awesome artists and you know, I remember when we didn't have the means, you know what I mean? And we were making designs ourselves, and some of those will re resurface sometimes, and they're hilarious. I saw one the other day. It's like the logo underneath it is a bloody knife. Not on an angle, not anything. Not sticking just out of a toilet? Like straight out of, no, not coming out of a toilet. It's, it's just, it's like an army knife, you know, like a Rambo kind of knife. And we, we Photoshopped a blood splat on it. Dude. <laughs> so, you know, just like I, I love, you know, I usually have the, the reins for artwork stuff, you know, definitely for the albums. I, I, yeah. I definitely am like, everyone leave me alone here. <laughs> I got to get yeah, right to talk to this guy about my nightmare world. <laughs> you know, so um, I like the challenge, too, of, of finding new guys and, and um you know, like with Everblack, you know, Nick uh, was an artist that uh, hasn't done too much in the world of metal, you know, mostly fantasy stuff. So it was like kind of a wild card, you know, and. Uh, well, that ritual is so different than yeah, that, that so many was, of the uh, other ones, too. That like, was kind of like um, just to remind people that, you know, we still have new stuff to do. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? We're still the same band, but also, you know, can still catch you off guard, I hope. You know, and then uh, responding to that artwork was was difficult and uh, nerve wracking because I think it looks so good. You know, it's like I wanted Everblack to to blow it away, and that's that was a lot to ask, man. You know, but uh, I'm really happy with how it came out. Ever had somebody turn in something and you look at it and you go, "Oh, I, I just can't live with this." Sometimes it's rare. You know what yeah. I mean? It's mo it's like T-shirt stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like nope, two Halloween, two Halloween <laughs> prop. <laughs> that's kind of kind of it too cute yeah you know the the flaming skull it just looks too jovial <laughs> <laughs> mom yeah. yeah can you can i get a redraw lori <laughs> uh, one time i was asking my i was asking my mom what to name this band this i mean obviously a long time ago now and she's like you know i've been thinking trevor how about neurosis <laughs> <laughs> and i was like mom that's a really badass band name, but it's also been taken long ago <laughs> by a really, badass really badass band. But 
I'll give you props. <laughs> yeah. Like not. You surprised bad. me, Mark. You surprised good, good me. Sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> How much more can you cram into a T-shirt? Because I like, got like the Phantom of the Opera one and all that, and it's glow in the dark. And because like, I'm a big fan of the artwork too, and I think that's just such an important facet that so many bands forget about. You know, oh it, yeah, man. You know, and uh, we definitely grabbed a hold of those the bright colors and big artwork and oversized yeah. stuff. And like, um, you know, we took an artist that um, wasn't being used for horror stuff. You know, in um, Dan Mumford, he did a lot of those shirts you're mentioning mm -hmm. that were like, um, you know, kind of uh, defining the whole spectrum, I guess, for us. Those yeah. ones really made a ripple, you know. Um, we kind of had to slow down on those because it's just been so oversaturated with that style yeah. since, you know. And, you know, you'll see now everything we have is really basic here. And, yeah. and a more death metal tour, you know, we try to be kind of conscious to who we're playing to merch-wise as well, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um but yeah, you know, I, I definitely enjoy the chase of looking for new guys and, you know, there are some guys that won't touch us out there that like, you see it on an awesome artwork and they're just like, sorry man, you're just too, too sceney for, uh, for my necro prowess. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kidding, like artists will turn down work? Sure man, bands will too, you know, there's tons That's of a bands that asked to tour with it, we're too cool. That's a there's a million, a million, I could go on all day about bands that turn us down on tours. But, um, just name two. <laughs> Watain, for one. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh -huh. If you came off that tour, everything, everything would smell like roadkill. Right, you, you, know, you know, I'm glad I didn't have to smell it, but it would have been a cool tour. <laughs> um, I know, there's been tons, man. A lot of it is, is trying to get a Euro band over here, and they have an expectation of a lot of money, and also transportation, because every band is born into touring in a bus over there. And it's, it's an easy lifestyle, I think, and... Uh, there's just a whole misconception about how you need to come over here and do, you know, do work. And, you know, we paid out of our pockets to tour like every band that, that did anything over here. You know what I mean? You had to start by losing all the time, basically. You know, your guarantee was 75 bucks, you know, or, you know, if you, before that, you didn't have one. Last time I had talked to any of, any of you guys um, was John back in the day, and it sounds like the underground tour, and bus, 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 bus. Little van, van, and there I was like, and you guys were the only one that were in this, you know, uh, shitty see, little now we would totally passenger van. You see us in the van on this thing, but if this was like an outside summer tour, we would have to just suck it up and cough up all the money for the bus, which is the problem with it. Yeah, and um, like we did warped, and you have to have somewhere to hide, man. Or, but yes. Sounds the underground. Somehow, I just think we were just drunk enough, man, where we didn't really care, and we just raged all day and got sunburned. We were literally outside all day, every day. You know, you, you stayed until the show was over, packed up your merch, you know, went and slept somewhere. Hopefully, maybe did a signing or two. Yeah, signing. You know, definite signings and stuff. And but I don't know. We had a, a freaking blast, but now, now we're just a bunch of old complainers. You know. So what are you guys doing, like between album cycles? I mean, do you guys have to, like, go do something for a little bit of cash until you're doing something again? Or um, are you guys at the point now where you can pace yourselves or figure out a way to We have, I it? think, kind of paced ourselves a little bit in the in the in how much we get out there. And um, some of it is that we have gotten more global, you know, so it takes us a while to get back to certain places, you know. And some of it is that we just can afford building a little anticipation, you know what I mean? Um, between tours so 
buying us a little more time at home. We used to tour. There's been times we did 10 months in a year, man, you know? Yeah. Which is insane. It sounds yeah. insane to me yeah. right now, and I've done it, you know? So, um, uh, this guys, the guys give lessons, some of them, while they're at home, you know? Uh, but uh, other than that, that's about it, dude. We're, we're gone so damn much, man. Uh, Max also does um, some graphic design stuff. He's really killer at that on the side. And, um, but, you know, living in Michigan, as the majority of us do, it's it's definitely a cheap lifestyle there, which has been beneficial for us. And uh, I don't know, man. We've been doing this forever now, so like 11 years straight touring. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than living on the coast. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't try to maintain that. Max lives in Boston, man, and, man, his rent is a fucking lunacy, dude. He's got to do graphic design. Yeah, yeah, man. He's picking up jobs on FilipinoJobs.com. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> like just something. <laughs> Got to make a little cash somehow, man. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, man, for yeah, the time. Dude, thanks really for taking time, man. We appreciate it, dude.
Barbecue Jam from Down. Did I actually see that? We knew him well as the uh, name of the song right there from Down. It's brand new music, and uh, it's not bad. I love question that mark. Riff. That I is love a, that, the riff. that is a good riff. It really is, man. But I've 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 put a question mark behind everything Down has done since Nola, since their first release. But this is the first one that they've done without Kirk. So without Kirk Winstein, it it sounds sounds a lot different. Well, I don't know that it, that it sounds well, I mean, a lot different. It doesn't sound a lot different. Well, uh, okay, so the riff, honestly, it's a good riff. I think it's uh, one and, of the best things in and downtown. I, and, I, and I love Bobby. Bobby Landgraf, he's from Austin, Texas. Yep. You know, he's a hunky, and, I mean, he's he, he's a good dude. He's done a great job, and he did a great job live with him when I saw him live. Uh, and and this is not a bad song. I think he's got a great riff in this one, and it sounds great. But I, but I think what what I what I and it may just be me being an old guy and 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 attached to that certain thing. You know, I think of the what, riff, Kirk Winstein's nutsack. Maybe uh, the <laughs> the riff lord's nuts hang low, bro, and that's part of the deal. That's honestly part With of you the hanging deal. up. They bet they would do. Come on, man. Come on, man. Make another riff, man. Dude, it's it's the. I don't know. We haven't really talked about it, but it's, I, I think it's that that just two percent of what makes somebody different as a guitar player. Because you got the you got the guitar, you got the pickups, you got the you got the strings, you got the amps that you use, you got you got these certain things that you can you can do exactly the same setup as somebody else, but just enough is different in the way that you play that may that makes something not quite right and that is what i'm talking about it's close bobby knows kirk's setup because well they bobby they work together yeah bobby's been like the stage manager and guitar tech or whatnot for years well and they they also like you saw that when they were kind of in the middle of moving on that they worked directly together on some of this stuff kirk wanted the transition to happen totally and he talked about that when we talked to us you know like that was not it was not no animosity he just wanted to make sure that what he was doing with crowbar was top priority for him that's the only reason why he really moved on but but it's it's literally it's just that it's that little bit of personal that just that the, the what i mentioned before it's like the zach wild thing it's like zach wild randy rhodes same dude, you know, pretty much writing the same music there for a while, but No Rest for the Wicked is so much different than Blizzard of Oz. Just in that, though, just the particular guitar tone, like just, just crazy babies. I mean, it was like a, a new little, thing. I don't even know it was little. It was a huge difference. But I'm talking about his guitar sound. But he updated his, it for for that time. But you know? his guitar sound was similar to Randy Rhodes, but just not right. The, you know, he just sounded a little bit different, and it, yeah. you know, and moved it on. And that's that's a hard thing to replace, especially when you're a band that is based on the riff right like that's what you do so that that core element of this is is uh, i feel like it's just a little a little lack that's but that's that's me being kirk's guitar sound to me has always sounded like he like he's he strapped it to a tree somewhere in the middle of the swamp he beat it like crazy right, right, with a right, right. bat wrapped in 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 uh and scrape some crap across the string yeah Rawr. and then and then he like poured alcohol on the wounds and then just left it to die and then he screams on top and bobby did the same thing yeah. but i get the feeling that he let that thing go after a couple nights tied to that tree you know that's kind of somewhat the difference yeah, it's, it's just not not quite as salty it's that two percent that you're kind of that's what i'm saying it's yeah. like it's literally just just a little and it's not it has nothing to do with talent either it's just what no. your it's just your your I, what, what you do but there's a lot to be said for you know that that what is it what am i what, what word am i struggling for there it's it's not talent it's um 
uh, uh, I can't think of what the word is. It's like um, barbed wire. That's the word I was thinking of. <laughs> that's no, that's not what I was thinking of. Uh, damn it. I can't. Th- boobs. Were you thinking of boobs again? Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. Oh, uh, well, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think that oh, is, sorry. Is, I think that I think that like there's a lot of. Of this, that two percent really comes down to like our expectations because we're so used to hearing Kirk. That, that's true. That and is it, true. And there, you know, right. so it's sort of like uh, you know, there's nothing that Bobby could do. But you know what he could do is write a freaking awesome riff, and he did. That's a great I would riff. Say he would, that, that's very successful. And I would yeah. say that 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 riff to me holds up to anything else Down's ever done. Uh, I don't know. Can you name like three better riffs? Bury me in smoke. Hail, right. the, hail One, the leaf two and lifer those three riffs right, right there name, alone name me two more <laughs> <laughs> crap do i need to name every song on yeah. nola i can if you want no it's all good but but i think that you know he just he's done a fantastic i think that 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 phil did the right move he got the right guy this is the right guy no no i agree with that i, th- I think that's totally totally correct thank goodness yeah. they put this out because this song i think proves it to me i know what you're saying about how there's something well i'm also i'm also being nitpicky because you know it's all i feel like it's sort of close and down is one of those that has gotten me through some some shit like it's every bad i've said it before on the podcast every bad thing that's ever happened to me in my life has happened while i'm listening to pantera yeah so it's always been something connected to these guys or this group you know and i i feel some somewhat you know connected to it and i'm on kirk's nuts but yeah. you know so <laughs> so be it i follow you on facebook kirk yeah you and your wife post really cute pictures <laughs> it's awesome and your beard is cool too riff lord <laughs> okay all right that's enough of that i i, I don't know i think this this, this to me once again proves that phil anselmo wins the post pantera sweeps no i agree with that yeah. there's 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 nothing that hell yeah or kill devil hill has ever done yeah no matter what shit you give phil anselmo yeah. uh, out, out of the out of all you know who out of the three that are left it's like yeah he totally has got the most success and it's not just about the fact that he, it's not saying that phil's more talented than the other or two guys by s- anything i'm just saying that phil has surrounded himself with the right people well and and conscientious and i just thought to make I, great music and let me quantify what i also say because i said success but that's actually probably borderline true because hell yeah has had some pretty oh, he, heavy hit singles yeah he's only had to work a fraction of a hard as phil has so right? but but i mean i just artistic but alcohol and ass as far as like a radio hit single is yeah. probably bigger than anything he's done than than phil's done yeah but as far as quality of work and what yeah. i find quality of work i think phil the stuff phil's done has done has been leaps and bounds yeah uh, above well and sorry Vinny, but uh, uh or Vinny p apathy is who i'm thinking of from kill double hill it's like yeah sorry man <laughs> that just didn't work out yeah in my humble opinion yeah it's like i wanted it to work i really did yeah because i love you as a drummer but and Rex is okay, but <laughs> no, Rex is pretty badass. But well, Rex wasn't down for a while too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally. And he and he's been and he's done. He's done. Yeah, I just thought that solo project was not the not the yeah. or not solo project, but that side project was just kind of a weird thing. Well, speaking of solo projects, I think that was the one misstep for Phil was when he didn't have other people giving the input. He just did his own thing. I mean, it's a bit of a mess. Oh, the legals thing. 
Yeah, yeah. The last year, album. yeah. It's yeah. Uh, that's a that's a little on the uh, what the fuck side. Yeah, is, is where but, that yeah, comes. But he's earned the right to do that, you know, because I he's guess. yeah, because he's had like so much other stuff. It's been great be under different brands. True, true. You've been able to do all kinds of all kinds of stuff, man. Uh, yeah, good times, man. Uh, what, oh, what are we doing? Who's baby, the interview know, for next so, week? I don't know what we're doing next week, baby. Uh, you know, I think we're gonna do Hojo next week. Oh, possibly Bob. Howard Jones because we had actually I had a couple of good ones this week. Uh, got to talk to uh, Michael Ackerfeld from Opeth and. Uh, also, uh, Howard Jones from uh, The Devil You Know, now cool. all former Killswitch Engage. So those happen this week when we get those in the can. So hopefully, the I, man, we're, we're deciding. We're trying to make them sync up with their promo schedule so we can get you some new music from both bands. Cool. Uh, so we're trying to make that work out. And, you know, you never know. It could just be us talking out of our ass for an hour. So <laughs> it's always possible. You never know what the hell is going to happen on the Metal Sucks podcast, right? <laughs> well, you know that we're going to talk about metal. Um, so make sure you tune in each week because we put it up on Mondays at metalsucks.net. It's also on iTunes. You can subscribe and have it brought to you directly to whatever device that you listen to it. And uh, we we talked. We had a panel during South by Southwest. We talked about all the different ways that you can get this podcast and other podcasts. Uh, what do you use? I use something called Podkicker. Podkicker is what you use, and yeah. uh, the others. Which has been giving me some troubles lately. So there's uh, several other ways that you can get it, but uh, if you go to uh, metalsucks.net, you can find the RSS feed and pick it up that way. You can also find us on Twitter. I am at Bearded Ape, and I'm at Godless Speaks. Feel free to communicate with us and tell us uh, how much you hate us, and uh, make sure you leave us a nice review on iTunes about how bad we suck. Just give us five stars and uh, you know write some. Make sure you get some uh, SEO. SEO. All right. <laughs> Good time. Uh, I'm Chuck. I'm Godless. And this has been another edition of the Metal Sucks.